Hello and welcome to the podcast, Motherhood Unfiltered, It's Going to Be Okay. My name is Nikki and I am a life coach and mental health advocate for moms. My mission is to help moms move forward with confidence as they overcome the hurdles of mental health struggles. I have personally experienced the challenges, the challenges of depression and anxiety, and I know how hard it can be to feel like you're just surviving day to day, but with the right tools and guidance, it's possible to not just survive, but to thrive. As a coach, I provide support, encouragement, and practical skills to help moms build resilience and regain control over their lives. Through my work, I have seen firsthand the transformation that can occur when moms are empowered to take charge of their mental health and well-being. So if you're a mom who's feeling overwhelmed, anxious, or just not yourself, I want you to know that it's going to be okay. I'm here to help you navigate these challenges and move towards a life where you feel confident, fulfilled, and thriving. Let's connect and get started. Hello, everybody. This is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And today's guest is Ash Burnside. And before I bring her on, I just want to remind everybody that if you're watching on YouTube to comment, like, and subscribe, if you've already done that because you're awesome, then share it with someone that you care about. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, please rate and review on Spotify or iTunes, okay? That lets me know how well I'm doing. It's kind of like a report card and I do like to get decent grades. So I need y'all to tell me how I'm doing. Uh, And then just to reiterate, this week I have been doing my uh, free workshop online and it's called Get Out of the Funk. So if you have been dealing with depression and anxiety, then this is for you because I'm someone who deals with depression and anxiety. And these are the steps that I did to help myself get out of that deep, dark era that I was in. And I know if it helped me, it'll help you too. So I would really love for you to check it out on my website www.nickyasherbowling.com forward slash free workshop. So um, head over there and check it out and definitely leave us a comment that you were there to say hi. And without further ado, here is Ash Burnside. Hello. Hello, Ash. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a long time. It was last year. <laughs> no, I know. Oh my gosh. That sounds crazy when you actually say it out loud. I know. <laughs> but it feels like yesterday sometimes. I'm like, didn't we just talk? <laughs> so, so Ash, tell us um, about what you do. And I know that you switched from helping like high performers or entrepreneurs to helping more or less people that are being burned out um, on their job or coaching. So tell us that about that and the transition that you took. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
I used to work in marketing. Um, I started my business actually, and that's what my business was. For six years, I did marketing um, and I got really, really good at it. Um, I classify myself as a high achiever. So I am someone that is always going to push myself really, really hard. Um, and it worked until it did it because I pushed myself right into burnout. Um, and <laughs> it formed a lot of the transition that we're talking about here um, of just like what that is, what to look out for. Um, Cause a lot of that comes from my own experience of, yeah. of living through that and like really seeing the signs and then just totally blowing past all of those signs. <laughs> um, so that's what I do now is I help um, people from all sorts of walks of life, high achievers, mm-hmm. moms, all the things, um, to really see the signs of burnout and to help themselves before it happens and then come back mm-hmm. to themselves once they're getting past that season of burnout. Wow. So, I mean, so what, I mean, I think I know what burnout is, but explain it to me or, you know, tell us about what burnout really means. I mean, cause there are some times I want to burn my house to the ground, you know, because <laughs> I just can't take it. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's certainly different definitions of burnout. So I think like a more um, like a clinical setting of burnout would be when you are feeling um, chronic stress and depletion uh, because there's so much on your plate in a, you know, more physical setting. This is going to look like um, a lot of times actually burnout can look like numbness. Um, to me, this is like the danger level, the, the, the things you feel beforehand of like the like rage, like, oh, I just want to burn down. About it. Um, those are good precursors. But like when you're in burnout, it's numbness. It's yeah. disconnection. It's you can't feel anything anymore. It's complete tap out. Um, oh. My definition of burnout, though, is <laughs> when you have been crowded out from your own life. There's too many things that are taking up space and you don't have the ability to just exist as yourself with who you are, your passions, your hobbies, and and just all of that. There's no more space for you. That is my definition of burnout. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would, to me, would probably be the worst um, because how do you get out of that stage? You know, I mean, if you're in a, like, if you are in a numbness and you don't have control of your life. How do you find the words to come back from that? Yeah. Yeah. This was a a really dark part of my own chapter of like, what Mm -hmm. do you do when you get there? (laughs) No one talks about it. No one talks about that. That's what it feels like. Cause that's what I had seen in my research and and trying to just articulate, like I'm feeling this way. And like, what is this? What am I feeling? Um, because when people talk about burnout, it's like, oh, they, they can't get out of bed or, you know, which to me yeah. is like depression or they can't get out of their yeah. bed, anxiety. And I'm like, I, like, I feel those things. Yes. But like, there's yeah something else here. What is this? Um, mm-hmm. and th- that was really it. And that's why, that's why I had to come up with my own language of like, what is this thing? Like, why do I feel like this? Um, How can Ash explain this? <laughs> yes. Yes. So it took, um, I worked with a series of coaches. I had my own therapist. I had a team of doctors that was working with me because I was really yeah. like across the board. It was mental. It was emotional. It was spiritual. And it was very yeah. deeply physical um, for yeah. women, especially getting like burnt out as far as that yeah. affects us physically. Like, oh, my gosh hormone depletion. It really oh depletes. Lord. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the adrenal function. So, um, yeah, I had a whole team of people trying to help me give context. So like, what is this thing that I'm feeling? <laughs> um, so burnout, burnout is what that is. 
I'm, I'm like, why does it, when something goes wrong, the first thing that gets attacked is our hormone system, <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, we're emotional creatures anyway. And then on top of that, that's the first thing that goes like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no wonder we've seen so many more stories in the news about women who have, are doing horrible things because yeah. they're just feeling so overwhelmed by what is expected of, of them. Right. Yeah. And yes. I hate that. There, I just hate when I read a story and they're, they're just suffering, you know, they're suffering and they just want the pain to go away. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. they, they do that in a, the wrong way, you know? Yes. Yes. So no support and no tools and yeah, they get. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so you realize you're in a burnout, but so what do you, what are some of the things that the steps that someone can take to, you know, to start, you know, getting out of that, that mindset or that era or whatever you want to call it? Yeah. I mean, what um, would Ash call that? <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a couple things that I did. So mindfulness was a huge thing. And I know that's like a, a huge umbrella term. So I want to get more specific about it. Yeah. Um, so mindfulness in, in two different directions is what I did. Um, so number one is I started taking just 10 minutes a day because it's hard to know, like, where do you start and what do you do? So okay. it was like, I'm just going to start with 10 minutes for 10 minutes. I'm just going to exist um, coming back to like my definition of burnout of like, you get crowded out of your own life. Like it just felt like I didn't, I didn't have time to be me. And mm -hmm. then I got so overloaded. Like I didn't even know who me was anymore. Cause I just felt yeah. so disconnected. Yeah. So yeah. I started with just, just one time a day, just one time a day, I'm just gonna spend <laughs> time with 10 minutes and I'm not going to do anything. And so the point of this was just a, to try to show myself that like, it's safe for me to just exist. Like I don't mm -hmm. have to productive. I don't have to do a thing. I don't, I don't have to do anything. I can just start to just, just be. Yeah. Me. Yeah, uh, exactly. And that was really helpful. And so that was part of that mindfulness. And mm -hmm. so now what I tell my clients is the same thing. Start with just 10 minutes, just set a timer. For 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and I would even take it a step farther and say, you do two things. You do one thing for your body and one thing for your mind. This is going to be very simple. The thing okay. that you do for your body is very nourishing. So uh -huh. in this 10 minutes, it's Am I thirsty? Great. Fill up a glass of water and just sip it throughout the 10 minutes. Yeah. Are you hungry? Great. Get a little snack. You don't have to prepare yourself a big thing. Get some <laughs> you can find and just you're just taking little mindful munches throughout your 10 mm -hmm. minutes. Um, if you're feeling stiff, just do some like stretching. It's very like the idea of this is that it doesn't take up a lot of brain space or energy mm -hmm. to um, mm -hmm. so do for your body. The thing you do for your mind is nothing. You do nothing for your mind. It's <laughs> not about like doing a guided meditation. It's not about journaling or like, again, like you're trying to conserve your brain power because at this point, like it, it, there's too much that's being asked. Mm -hmm. um, and so nothing. This was uh, just a huge mm -hmm. permissive slip of if I just want to light a candle and stare at the flame for 10 minutes to stay focused on doing something, then like that's what I did. That's what I did for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so do so you do this? I mean, is there a specific time of the day that you do this? Yes, that was my next thing. Um, so okay, sorry, I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, no, no. This is good. This is good. It keeps me focused. Um, so I started doing this just in the mornings because it was the easiest time. I would take my kids to school and then I would have like this little little window naturally where like I would get mm -hmm. myself dressed 
before I would like start doing either business things or, um, you know, job things, whatever that was. And so I started with the mornings because that was the easiest. And that's where I tell people to start. It doesn't have to be mornings, but just what's the easiest time that's available to you? If it's during your lunch hour, because you're already doing things like that, great. Do it during your lunch hour. Um, but that was the next step was to increasing the frequency. So instead of once a day, trying to do 10 minutes twice a day and then getting it up to three times a day so that at each portion, each phase of the day, I get to feel like I get to just exist. Nothing's being right. created. I'm starting to just come back into connection with myself. So it's right. the first part of like the mindfulness that helped me just to take some breaths and realize yeah. that I'm safe. I'm okay. This is going to be okay. Um, <laughs> Even when it's going to be okay. I love that. That's like, <laughs> I was like, that's such a good saying. How she come up with that? <laughs> yes. Um, that's I'm like, all what you're saying, like, yeah, I've got to be mindful, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where it came from. Me trying to tell myself it's going to be okay for 10 minutes at a time. That's it. I love the feeling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a lot of moms do. It's like it's a lot. Um, yeah, because like what you're saying, like what we see on the news, like it's yeah. a lot of pressure. It's an mm -hmm. enormous amount of pressure, and I would go mm -hmm. so far as to say it's an inhumane amount of pressure. Oh At gosh, no other yes. point in history has have moms been demanded so much, so much yeah. of it. You're supposed yeah. to have a job. You're supposed to be knowing what your kids are doing in school. If you're a homeschool mom, you're doing curriculum, and like you're supposed yeah. to be sure you're emotionally connecting to your kids and then your spouse and have your hobbies and like just like keep adding on the stuff and like no wonder we're all just absolutely freaking out exactly i that has been on my mind so much lately and i was just thinking out loud earlier today i was like yeah i want to be this big superwoman feminist woman but there are things I need to say no to. I can't do all the things, you know, and no wonder women would have a nanny or they would send their kids off to boarding school. I mean, I used to think that was the most horrible thing in the world. And now at this age, I'm like. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, it's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Maybe they knew something I didn't know because I can't do it all. And they already realized they couldn't do it all. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they were forced to run a household and hold parties and things like that for their husband and his business and 
I mean, they worked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we can't no. do it. <laughs> no, no, I don't think we're supposed to. I actually really love that you had said like, you know, don't feel like you're being a feminist because you can't do things. And I, I, I just said I'm reading this book. Um, it's called Lean In by Cheryl Strandberg, who is the COO mm -hmm. of Facebook. Um, okay. Fantastic read about women in leadership. And she talks yeah. about a lot of these things of just like struggle, yeah. like being a mom, like doing the things. Yeah. She said something really intelligent. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to remember that because I used to think this too. She had right. said that um, the idea of superwoman is the antithesis to feminism. Because feminism uh -huh. isn't about doing it all. All feminism is was giving us a choice. That's what oh it my was God. about. Ash, yeah. you have no idea. I talked about that. I was like, if this is not the idea of being a feminist, I need somebody to tell me that it's not about doing everything. You know, no, totally. that makes so much sense. Why do we feel like that? Why do, why do we feel like we have to do all of it? I mean, are we, is that the persona that's being put out? there or I don't know. I really don't know, but that's how I felt. And yeah. then you said that and I was like, oh, I can give myself grace. This is a choice. It's not choice. a responsibility. Yes. 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 <laughs> we turn everything into a job. I know. I know. It's hard not to though. It's hard not to. I know. When, like, you know, we have a, a culture and a society that says that motherhood is not a job and like Yes, it is. This is the most important job, first of all. Uh, this they is obviously did not meet my kids, you know. Clearly, yes. Oh, my gosh. I have three boys, and, like, just trying to stay on top of the laundry is a full-time job. So, like, don't even get me started. I'm like, you know what? We're all going to have one outfit, okay? And you're all going to wash your own outfit at the end of the day. <laughs> I finally bought all the same colored socks. I'm like, I'm not matching socks anymore. They're all one color. Just go in the sock bin and pick out your socks. Well, I did. That was the first thing I did, Ash, when my, I, cause I, I raised three boys and we all, they all had the same color socks, you know, and we had a sock basket that was unmated and then a sock basket that was mated. Oh, that's so genius. There was just two baskets. I did not, we did not use drawers for any of that stuff. We, we went to the sock basket. <laughs> basket. My boys call it the orphan bin when they we don't have mismatched socks. <laughs> the orphan bin. Well, if they're all the same, yeah. you can tell which ones get orphaned because they have holes in them, you know. Yes. 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 But yeah, I totally get that. I mean, what little things can we do to kind of save ourselves? And that right. was one of them. That was the sock basket. Yeah. And uh, but but yeah, it's just there are so many times when people have made remarks to me, people I didn't even know, you know, about how I was taking care of my child out in public, you know, or I had one that was a runner. And so I finally bought a harness, put on him, you know, and <laughs> that way I could not have to chase him out in the street. Cause I mean, that's just so dangerous, you know, but then the, the whole thing was, well, you're just not disciplining him to make him mine. I'm like, he's three. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that's the other thing that absolutely can contribute to burnout, especially for moms is like yeah. all of the voices, all of the opinions, and then yeah. all of the pressure. Like, you got to get it yeah. right. You're not doing this right. Like, here's the other things you have to be doing. And like, Oh, shut up. <laughs> for a minute. I figured this out. <laughs> I know. I hear all the grandmas telling me, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, stop, I can't. Okay. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like truthfully too, like, you know, kids are, and I think this has probably always been true, but I think we're, we're waking up to this more as, as women, yeah. as a culture, as a society that like kids mm -hmm. demand something different of us. And the things that yeah. used to before they worked because people were in a state of survival and it had to work that way. So mm -hmm. like you had to have, you know, this sense of strict discipline because it was life or death yeah. on the line. It was a matter of being yeah. able to put food on the table, but like things are different now. And like, we're, we're to a point in, in uh, an expansion, I guess, of our mm -hmm. the way that our brains work and in the way that our society even works. We're like, emotional intelligence is just as important as mm -hmm. cognition and, you know, like mm -hmm. books, you know, so yeah. that's, something yeah. that we can teach. that's something that you parent. And so that's why we have this whole other aspect of parenting that's coming in. That's, that's hard. It's, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just turned 50 this year. And so I had happened, did not happen. And, and I'm learning now that, oh crap, I got a buttload of things I need to clear out of my bone closet, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I never yeah. dealt with them, you know, when I should have, yeah. but I mean, it's all good. My poor mom, she still has mom guilt, you know, and we're all, you know, I'm her oldest and I'm 50. So <laughs> right. I guess it never goes away. I'm like, mom, stop. You did, you know, you did the best you could with what you had. And um, so anyway, so my next question was, so what, what can we do? You know, we realize we have burnout and we start taking care of ourselves. You know, like you're doing the 10 minute things a day, yeah. the 10 minute for yourself. So what can we do to prevent that burnout? You know, mm. If we feel like we got a handle on it, how can we stop it from coming back? Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is such a good question. Um, I know it's like we could be here for five hours. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think like, what's the what's the succinct way that I can say this without giving a dissertation? <laughs> um, how can we prevent it from happening? So my answer to this question could could technically be um, applied to any point in the cycle. So whether you're yeah. like and trying to come out of it or you're trying to right. prevent it, um, right. this is a good, a good tonic for either end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. um, but I really promote the observance and the honoring of natural rhythms. And here's what I mean by that. So mm -hmm. I mean, getting to know your own natural rhythms. Um, and this is anything from being able to acknowledge that you're a, a morning person or a night owl and then creating space for that. Um, yeah. Or as far as like, you know, women, we are cyclical beings. And so instead of trying right. to like transcend your cycle, why can't we honor it instead? Um, you know, there's always the like, oh, I'm PMSing and I'm sorry, I'm going to be, I'm crying or like I'm, <laughs> I'm mean and moody because I'm PMSing or I just started my cycle. And like for so long, that's been, We've tried uh -huh. to you know, excuse it away, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When instead, like in, um, from a point of honoring it as a natural rhythm, what if instead you were weepy and crying because that was a part of your cycle that was inviting you to feel all the feelings that you did not have the time or the bandwidth for throughout mm. the rest of your cycle. And that's a what good if, look on that. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with like, you know, if you get really moody or you get really angry, 
What if that was an invitation? <laughs> exactly. That was an invitation to lay the boundaries that you couldn't yeah. see to be laid beforehand. Right. So those are all mechanisms that are supposed to be there to prevent you from burnout. So yeah. we can start acknowledging that and honoring that as part of who we just innately are. That will go a really long way in preventing burnout from slipping in. Wow, that's a that is such a good take on that. Because I, I've heard so many times, I'm sorry, but every other woman has to deal with it. What is your problem? You yeah. know, and I'm yeah. like, but uh, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I have lots of problems. Now, what's interesting to me is so, okay, so I have, I was raised with three sisters. And then the funny thing is, is when you are, you grow up with women you cycle one right mm -hmm. after another. Isn't mm -hmm. that so weird? And then when yeah. I when I worked in an office with a bunch of women, it happened at the office too. And awesome. we, because we worked so many hours together, we were close, you know, we would be in those cubicles and yeah. we would start cycling one right after another. And we would know for sure whose turn it was to be the ball bag for that week, you know, because it, it was their week, you know, time of the month or whatever. I just found that was so amazing Yeah, that no matter how advanced we become in our world or how much technology we know, we still go back to the basic of nature, you know, yeah. and how our body works with, you know, how it works with the, the changing of the moons and and all of that. That is just so incredible to me. I just, I can't even wrap my head around it and be like, oh, it's a full moon out. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all better watch out or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know any that much about it, but I know that it happens, you know, and how women used to Hi, I'm Nikki, the host of Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. I had to tell you, I have put together a list of my top 10 most played episodes. So go to my website, www.nikkiasherbowling.com forward slash my mixed tape, tape list. Yeah, it's called my mixed tape list. And I know I've dated myself. However, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast rate and review it on iTunes or Spotify. Hello, everybody. This is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And today's guest is Ash Burnside. And before I bring her on, I... Just want to remind everybody that if you're watching on YouTube to comment, like, and subscribe, if you've already done that because you're awesome, then share it with someone that you care about. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, please rate and review on Spotify or iTunes, okay? That lets me know how well I'm doing. It's kind of like a report card. And I do like to get decent grades. So I need y'all to tell me how I'm doing. Uh, and then 
just to reiterate, this week I have been doing my uh, free workshop online and it's called Get Out of the Font. So if you have been dealing with depression and anxiety, then this is for you because I'm someone who deals with depression and anxiety and these are the steps that I did to help myself get out of that deep dark era that I was in and I know if it helped me it'll help you too so I would really love for you to check it out on my website www.nickiasherbowling.com forward slash free workshop so um, head over there and check it out and definitely leave us a comment that you were there to say hi and without further ado here is Ash Earthside. Hello. Did you love this episode of Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay? Click the link in the description to check out my mixtape list already set up to get you started. If you enjoyed my show, Motherhood Unfiltered, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to come back next week for another episode of Motherhood Unfiltered. Until then, this is Nikki, the host of Motherhood Unfiltered. And don't forget, it's going to be okay.